Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Folks, welcome to a brand new episode of Trainwreck Tonight 270, sponsored by New York's only Outlet Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Happy Victory Monday. Damn, it feels good again. We have a great show for you tonight with two special guests. We're talking Detroit-style victory yesterday. Sabres have lost now eight games in a row, are on the road tomorrow night in Montreal. We'll be talking about that. And kind of a sneaky big week for UB football. So big show. Tune in. Here we go. You don't You don't You don't You don't stop. Wow, maniac, that just fired me up. Train wreck tonight, 270. Brand new video. Where are you? <laughs> what is going on? Holy jeez. Yeah, no. Obviously, let's face it. Uh, you know, we were overdue for that facelift. Has been some great uh, times. Two uh, years and a month uh, since that was last updated. So good to get some good clips in there and show, uh, you know, yeah. all we've done. Studio D to, to StreamYard D. Seriously, Studio D to StreamYard. It's been a crazy couple of years now. Hey, but Maniac, tell the people, I know you made a decision, what, late Saturday? Uh, how was uh, how was Motown? Uh, it was great. Uh, so obviously, you know, flurry of shit last weekend, just safe to say, right? Um, you get the news Thursday that it's gone. You're kind of shell-shocked about everything. Seeing what was going on, my take Thursday was like, wow, if there was, you know, a bus going Sunday morning or even like late Saturday night that would get me there, you know, and, and then in and out and like, you know, a 24 hour span, that would be what I was all about, but I wasn't going to make it happen myself. Not to say I'm not, you know, self-sufficient just too much was all prepared to, you know, stay in town here and uh, obviously take care of business here, get a call from our friend, Chad. He's got a spot to go on, on Saturday. So I, I yeah, I just made the uh, call, made it, hopped in with them, ready to go. And I uh, had a great time in Detroit with the gangle offs and obviously everything better on a Bill's road trip with that dub. There you go. There you go. Where'd you guys end up staying Saturday night? 
So Airbnb at the last second, and you'll like this. Uh, so Chad actually runs an Airbnb. I'm, I'm not trying to dox him too hard here on uh, Train Rock tonight. 270 brought to you by Ala Liquor. Uh, but with that said, first time Airbnb like renter. It was literally his first time on the account that he was renting this house out. Wasn't too bad. Uh, oh. Great stay in Detroit. Detroit's a very interesting city, Al. Obviously, the the downtown is great. There's a lot of like great spots to go, chain spots like that. Uh, it was very exciting downtown. Um, there are some areas when you're driving by. I'm not saying like they're like scary or anything. The thing that throws you off is that there's just like empty lots, like with nothing going on. So you'll have like three nice houses and then like an empty lot that's like fenced around and like nothing going on. So I don't know how this has happened, but it just throws you off because I'm not used yeah. to that in Buffalo. And I'm not saying that Buffalo has like no abandoned properties or anything, of course. Like I'd be silly to not say that, but it just throws you off because this would be like it being in the middle of the Elmwood Village or not. But overall, love Detroit. Had okay. a great night there. Went to the MGM Grand Casino. Wow. Uh, did some late night gambling as well. Sports book, everything nice. you're looking for. Michigan's got it figured out uh, there as as far as gambling is concerned. Okay. Uh, but yeah, went to the game the next day. You ever been to Ford Field? Yeah, you have. Uh, <laughs> of course. This night. But you know what? It was so long ago, Al, and it was also not a full stadium that it kind of was a weird feel. Uh, so yeah. being there with 53,000 people, um, it was really a good time. But it, uh, the thing that stood out to me is how like intimate the stadium was. Like when you're at a high mark, mm -hmm. it's like the 300s feel really high up. And like, if you're pointing to someone at the top of the 300, like they're really high up. Yeah. I felt like I could see people in the 300s, like 20 rows deep. And I was in the hundreds. I wanted to ask you about the crowd. Cause obviously I could see it from TV, but what was the percentage of Bills fans there? Would you say? I'd say it was definitely 80, 20 bills, at least, if not 85, 15, if not okay. 90, 10 Browns do fans do a good job of sprinkling themselves in. And, you know, that was the thing I was getting on some Browns fans nerve. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Cause you know, let's face it early. The bills were sluggish as, as being complimentary. Uh, and so basically the only spin zone I had was, I mean, you guys must be pissed. You're not, you're not a 14, three right now. Like this should, this should, yeah. wow. Like, cause what that who who what pass did the what receiver had that pass hit him in the hands uh in the end zone? It was seven three Browns and and he literally well, it was two. It was back to back plays. They had no deflections, no nothing. It was literally right in the hands. Like should have been 14-3. And the Bills are in a much different spot there versus 10-6. They drive right before they have to go up 13-10 and they don't look back. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of uh trolling and then Got on, got on some Browns fans' nerve. I even got on a Bills fans' nerve. Uh, this this yeah. woman was very upset with me. Um, I don't know. It was only her, though, so I guess I'll take it. But overall, great experience. Good trip coming back. Um, my one take, I, I forgot in Canada that A&W is like a fast food chain. Uh, no idea why. A&W? Um, the root beer. Oh, okay. So I'm like, how is that a, a fast food chain? It's not even like great, you know? Yeah, and so you know me, obviously, man. Like, I haven't been to Detroit for a Bills game. My brother has. My dad made that trip. Um, I, I was there, obviously, with one of the most devastating losses. Probably, what, top three, top five all time in my life um, for a sporting event with uh, with UB football against Northern Illinois. With, yeah, uh, that, was, oh, that, was, that was a memory forever. And we'll have more on that, obviously, later in the show because of uh, some updates that's going on. Yep. But we just got him here. We're here on Victory Monday, Train Rock Tonight 270. Let's get him in here. Josh, are you with us? Yes, sir. Y'all can hear me? I can't hear yeah. you, dude. Thanks for taking the time, man. I know you are a busy man. Uh, at Tape Cage Prod on all of the uh, socials. How's your Victory Monday going, sir? It's going great. Victory Monday Victory Monday is always great, man. You can't complain. The snow is getting cleared up a little bit. 
Feel me? A little win, got some clips to post. Nothing major, but it's always a victory Monday is always great. And let's face it, when it, when you're a content grinder like you are, and you can get into everything you want, we want to hear about it. And we want to hear about what the past week was like, what the next week is like. Uh, you know, let's face it, that Victory Monday content just hits a little different. The likes are popping Definitely, a little bit more, yeah, and those but... retweets are coming a little bit more generously. <laughs> no, nah, for real, and especially like the way we post stuff, because like we kind of got to wait a week after the game, so I I could really only post stuff from like the Vikings. But yeah, when when we win anything is relevant you know what i'm saying when you lose it's like damn i got this great shot but i can't i can't even post that joint because it's going you know you gonna get them comments like yeah we took it out today why you posted this we're gonna take it out today but yeah we're gonna, get, we're gonna get into the content real quick but I, that's a great point now i have a question we have a thursday night game coming or thursday game coming up after a sunday game so what's the one week rule regarding that is you have to wait one week after the date of, of that game specifically yeah, you got to wait. So so my job, I, do, I work for the live content creation team for the NFL for Buffalo. So, A, we only get to film the home game. So we actually ended up losing uh, a game since the team had to travel to Detroit. So me and the three other creators, we ended up losing one of the games we had. Um, but, yeah, so so if, if, we were, if we were in Detroit or if it were a home game, we would have to hold on to those uh, clips from yesterday's game until the next Sunday. So it, it, would, it would have had to wait even a little longer after our victory Friday that's coming up this week. Okay, very fair. But my goodness, uh, geez, I mean, like, we, we won the game, but now I feel like there was a little loss that that, that <laughs> T, T, uh, TKP didn't get on the field this past Sunday. And especially, yeah, I know, I'm not going to lie, when I messaged you, and I, and I still want to hear about the content, but I was thinking, oh, my gosh, we might have you, like, the day after there's, like, an apocalypse of snow, basically. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was part of me was looking forward to filming the game, but another part at the same time was like, I don't know how my gear is gonna make it through. So I was, I was a little worried. I ain't gonna lie. Like I got a rain cover and all that, but I was like, man, this water damage might come through crazy. But when they, when we, when you know, when they made the announcement and stuff that the game was moving Detroit, moving to Detroit, ultimately it was definitely like disappointment because you, know, we only get, you know, what I'm saying like eight home games, so it's like we try to make the most of every game we get. So it was a little disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you, you're literally the, that's the exact same way you know we attack the tailgates. Obviously, not as high quality as some of the uh, <laughs> multimedia you're putting out. And I say, and I, by the way, if you're not following Tape Cage Prod on all platforms, whether it's TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, make sure you go doing it because it is high quality across the board. You got high, great high school stuff, Western New York showcase, all kinds of stuff. But I want to talk real quick. Obviously, it's Bills Victory Monday, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the team specifically once we get a little more background here. But how long was the grind to get involved and get that gig? Uh, man, probably since like 2017 is really when I started filming like around sports. I had a job with UB where I was doing like 22 film. So basically, I would be like in the nosebleeds. Um, get when do you, when did you all... start with UB? Uh, tw- it was 2017. Was okay, my 2017. First year. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, sorry. 2017 was my first year when I was filming for UB football. So basically, all we had to do was get a play with all 22 players on the film. And the main thing they would use that for is just like uh post game critiquing. You know what I'm saying? Like the coach wants to see who's really doing good. Um, it gets sent out to the rest of the conference. So that way the other coaches can scout and stuff like that. So it wasn't really like cinematic. It wasn't like, you know, focus on one player. It wasn't like really hype worthy. It was more just for the purpose of like giving them scouting looks. So from there, it kind of just grew. I just filmed more games and more sports and went to more events. And, and now I'm kind of here today. There you go. Now, I, now Josh, I got to ask you because I checked out your website before having you on here. You, yeah. you did some work recently for Alabama ba- basketball. So I was curious. Do you have some ties with like Nate Oates or uh, Brian Hodgson? Not, yeah, Hodgson. Hodgson. So actually, so basically from doing UB basketball, 
Um, an assistant coach noticed me there and he basically dropped my name to Hodgson for the TBT because they have Blue Collar U and Hodgson is like the head coach there. So uh, West West Shire, who used to be a manager at UB and then Hodgson, their first TBT, they called me up and they were like, hey, you know, the budget ain't much, but like, if you want to come with us, you know, film for the TBT, you feel free. So I went there, just tried to do the best I could. And then this year that they ended up winning, um, they brought me back. But anyways, from the first TBT, Hodgson got my contact info and was just like, hey, we want to bring you down for a game. They brought me out there and it ended up being that Kentucky game. So it was crazy. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Definitely. That was, that was a huge like networking thing for sure, though. Like, obviously, I had to do good at the CBT and make good work. But like Hodgson looks out for his Western New York guys and, and he's awesome. Um, and that was definitely like a big networking thing. And I'll tell you what, once he recruits you, he's not he's not letting you go, is he? <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Hey, he knows a lot about recruiting. He knows exactly. a lot about recruiting for sure. Very cool. Okay, so now we're back. So again, so you get the Bills gig. You're obviously doing that. Um, like I, I the thing I love too, and I, I almost say this like I, I shouldn't be like plugging you so much because I feel like there's not a great like, you know, there's not a lot of content out there that's funny and entertaining and like humorous and like gripping to me and also super high quality. I think we kind of surf a little bit on the quality and <laughs> surf a little bit on the funniness and entertainment, obviously a little bit, but you know, I'm yeah. watching like the clips of like, like the way you mocked up that one Stefan Diggs piece of content with him throwing you the right. ball was literally hysterical. <laughs> it was hysterical for the viewers, but it was emotionally traumatic for me, man. It was, it was crazy, crazy times to get the, like, just watching him do the pregame throw. You always got to be on your toes. Cause like, I don't know. He really be on the lookout. He'd be waiting for people to just not be ready for the pass. But I appreciate that, though. No, that, I mean, that, that was about that was like basically the Rudy equivalent to me of overcoming adversity <laughs> was it was you catching that ball. Obviously, the super part of this. But obviously, let's face it. Uh, so now we got what? Three games left? Four games left? Three games left, yeah. right? For home games? Home, yeah, I believe so. Okay, so obviously you got a lot going on, like on the scene. And by the way, kudos on the views uh, without the media access. We can get in and do a whole episode uh, on that with the uh, Western New York stuff. With that said, what are you looking most forward to uh, getting done? What is it? We have 40 days remaining in uh, 2022. What are you most looking forward to? What do you want to accomplish between now and uh, when the New Year's ball drops? So for New Year's, Man, basketball season is kicking up. So all the high school basketball kids are out there. They got a lot of lots of showcase. So I'm looking to get to a lot of those games. Um, you know, I probably I still won't get a section six pass for that, but I, I got a lot of connects in the high schools that'll let me get in the gyms and film. So definitely looking forward to that. I'm also doing some stuff with the NHL with the Sabres. Um, so I'm getting some of their home games, not all of them, but some of their home games. So basically between, you know, the remaining Bills games, Sabres and basketball, that's like the whole schedule. And basketball season gets crazy because, you know, there's games every day. So it's, it's not really so much like football where I only got to block out Friday, Saturday. Basketball is every day. So and it's a lot. It's a lot of young kids that can hoop around here for sure. Thursday. And then one the last thing I wanted to ask you, and then I'll jump in if you guys think, um, you know, like I, I was watching. I think it was maybe your Green Bay footage. Uh, and you're like, oh, I got this great clip, uh, you know, and I wanted to run in and get a hard job. Like, how emotional is that balance of running in during a live NFL game to get content up? Because obviously, time is literally money in this business. But at the same time, what's happening out on the field is the equivalent of, like, gold oil shooting into the air. 
Nah, for real. So, like, the way it works is, I mean, we got three people on the team. We got Luke and we got uh, Mike, other than myself. So, we have a little Slack channel and we can say, hey, I got the good angle of that play. You know, so if, if I know Mike got the great angle of that play, I don't necessarily have to go back and send it out to the NFL right then and there. Um, but even, like, during the Vikings game, you know, that overtime, like, you got to stay out there because any the, the game can literally end at any time. You know what I'm saying? So, it's kind of like pick and choose, and it's also knowing that you're not always going to get every shot. You know what I'm saying? You're not always going to – you're not going to shoot a million percent from the line. You're not gonna even going to shoot 95% from the line. So it's like which content that I capture that I know will be a banger, like that's what I'm going back to send out. Anything other than that, like if it's not going to be a banger, then I got to try to wait for the next one. So it's, it just comes with experience, you know, knowing what, what will blow up and what won't. Seriously. Yeah, you got anything for Josh? Yeah, I was also looking at your site too. You did some work with, uh, some stuff with Bronny James. Uh, so not necessarily with Bronny directly, but there's a okay. company that hosted his uh, AAU team for a summer showcase, and oh, okay. obviously, like he's the headliner there, and LeBron is there to watch him and Bryce because they have the 16s and 17s. So this company called The Battle basically hosts a bunch of showcases throughout the year. They got connects with NBA players that you know help get their platform up, and they bring the very best AAU teams around. So. Um, basically I emailed them and I was just like, Hey, like, how could I go about getting a media pass to your New York city event? And they emailed me back. Like, why don't you just come work for us and film it for us? And I was like, there you I'm go. Like, All right, shoot. You know what I'm saying? Not- I mean, you want to talk about a compliment. You're offering to do something yeah. for free and they're like, we will pay you to do what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, but that's, you know, some companies and some, some jobs, that's how you get them. You gotta, you gotta reach out. You gotta email people like the same way with, with high school athletes. You gotta email coaches. Like how many coaches did Josh Allen email for him to get into like, you know, his Juco, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he got straight to Wyoming or wherever he got, you got to knock down the doors and, and some of them will go down. And if one goes down, that's all that matters. So yeah. Brownie happened to be there and I captured, captured some, some all right content from it and it ended up doing some good numbers. There you go. And Josh, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts right now on this Buffalo Bills team? Obviously, a victory Probably. Monday here. You know, struggled a couple weeks earlier. What are your thoughts on this team right now? Bro, every every story has its downs. You feel me? Struggles are necessary. Yep. That's what we need. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're good, bro. I mean, obviously, health health is an issue, but that's, like, so out of our control that it's like, I can't hold that against nobody. You know what I mean? Them boys yep. are locked in all the time. Coaches are locked in. Everybody's doing what they can. Yep. I, feel, I feel really good. I feel really good. If someone slid into the tape tape cage prod inbox and they go, <laughs> I have blank athlete. He wants to work with you for the next week. Who would be that dream athlete for you? Well, my fit. <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. My athlete, Tom Brady. My favorite athlete is no, he, he, definitely not. My favorite athlete personally is Rajon Rondo. Okay. Um, but, he, but he's a little out. He's, he, you know what I'm saying? He's outdated in the league. So if I had to think of one athlete that I would – just want to go work with and that's tough uh maybe maybe john morant man john morant is, oh my god right i now. was gonna say that john morant is it's right kind of like i was like okay well what's his vibe then nba like kind of like looking for someone more exciting yeah. a little bit like has like a personality about him oh my yeah. god i'm mad at him that, yeah now oh my gosh i can't imagine getting a couple games with Josh, seeing him off the court especially some of the yeah. behind the scenes footage you see of him Exactly. Now nah, for sure. And he, he's real up right now, high energy player. And that Memphis, that Memphis team is just a great story. You know what I mean? Like it's great energy to be around when you, when you're, when you're filming stuff, it's always good to be around like 
not people who want to be flashy and stuff, but just like high energy, great energy, positive energy type people. He, he kind of seems like that. Obviously, outside of like the fact that he could just dunk on anybody at any time. That's always great, too. It always helps at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Hey, speaking of helps, it always helps to have TKP on your side at the end of the day at Tape Cage Ride. Uh, J- Josh, I hope we uh, will cross paths soon. Uh, IRL, as the kids say, and we'll uh, we'll get some content yeah. done for sure. Not for sure, man. Let me know anytime. Appreciate y'all taking the time to have me on. Of course. Anywhere Thanks, else? Anywhere else they can find you? I didn't mean to do the plug for you. Tape Cage Just Pod YouTube, everywhere, right? Man. YouTube is where I'm trying to. I'm trying to put the numbers up now. YouTube is trying to where I'm trying to put the numbers up now. Instagram and TikTok and all that. They take care of themselves, but YouTube is what I'm trying to push now. So, the quicker I can uh, make that a little bit more business worthy, the the better in depth content I can get to making. So, YouTube, and oh. obviously, Tape Cage Proud. Tape Cage Proud. You find it there. You heard it, folks. Get over there. YouTube. Let's get this man his money. We'll love it. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, Josh. Have a great rest of your night now. Yeah, no problem. Y'all too. Bye. Good night now. All right now. Great guy. I mean, yeah, truly yeah. I had never met him before, but I mean, that's just the guy you see on the timeline. I mean, he's not, it's not volumes of post sale, but everything is just super high quality and it's amazing. He's some uh some of like the Josh Allen handshakes and like slow-mo. I mean, it's just yep. great stuff. No, dude, I, I love what he, he talked about. Just how, you know, banging on doors, man. That, I mean, what do you think we had to do? And I had media passes this year, and the Bills yeah. are, like, getting him to do their games. Like, you know, like it just shows it'll it'll never, yep. it'll literally never stop. Yep. It's all about networking and building those connections. And, he, yeah, he met Wes and met Coach B, and look at that. Like, it's just little stuff, little shit like that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you really going to do this right now? We're, we're not done talking Bills. um yeah al saber there's a lot um but real quick real quick uh let's just do a couple more minutes because it is pertinent um yeah yesterday yes i mean yesterday my take real quick though too uh, amongst all the other bullshit i was saying last that was a game where like uh 2019 even josh allen team they lose that by like seven or they lose it by 10 the slow start costs you Yep. Uh, the defense is elite enough to where once they finally figure it out, the middle of the field and stuff like that, I mean, they shut for set down. Obviously, the, the Browns made it an eight-point game late, yeah. but that was on the verge of becoming a 24-point game like in the third yeah. quarter. Now, again, are you a little worried that, you know, these second halves keep being iffy? Of course, but yeah. we'll take the win. I mean, Maniac, I, I got to bring it up, though. We, we talked about it yesterday briefly. The Bills won, and our odds dropped to win the Super Bowl. That that, no, but that me, was because the Chiefs won too. It, that doesn't. It, but it's all that it's doesn't all matter. All, this is what I'll say. It's all about home field. If Kansas City gets that home field, that's why Vegas is leveraging like that. If the Bills have home field, I, I mark my words. Mark my words. It'll be Bills plus two hundred to win the Super Bowl or less going into the playoffs. And I'm telling you right now, I don't feel great about home field. Yeah, no, I don't either. But I don't. The Bills get, but the Bills got to win, and I'm like. I'm just looking at all the games left. And I mean, unless the Bengals game on the road, I just don't feel like we should lose another game. So we just need, I, I mean, yes, the real part of that was disappointing was that I think that a lot of the numbers say that yeah. Kansas City should have lost last night. Yeah. And, they should, and then, and 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 then you're and, obviously and, in a much better picture, but. And the week before to Tennessee. Of course. And, but, but again, and, what does that say? They're not that good. They're oh not that my good. God. <clears throat> we. We lost to the New York Jets. It's the NFL. Everybody loses to everyone. The Chiefs lost, we to, the lost to the Chiefs the lost to the Matt Ryan Colts. The Chiefs lost to the Matt Ryan Frank Wright Colts. We lost to the Vikings. 
Okay. Who got their asses handed the, to again? You're, you're playing to into my point. You're playing into my point that teams just beat each other. It happens. Well, and Vegas is waking up to the Bills. We won and dropped in the standings. I, I agree. You or know in, what? In well, maybe Vegas was a little ridiculous about the Bills. That could be true. To too. start off, like I get that we were good, but like the fact that they were a double coin flip Super Bowl odd, like I, in Week Nine, is absurd. And no team has been that low in like the last decade. I, okay, I will. I will agree with that. Little bit of little bit of both. Little bit of both. Just, it doesn't have just, it doesn't have to be all one. Little no, bit of both. And by just, the way, yeah. Who the Chiefs got this week? Who they got? Home to the Rams. Oh, 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 I saw their next two games. I don't care how bad the Rams are. That can absolutely be a loss. We needed yesterday to be a we loss. Did, of course dude. yesterday, but but I but those next two games, they're running the Super Bowl gauntlet. They had the I'm calling it right now. Train wreck tonight two seventy. Chiefs go 0 and two the next two weeks right now. Are you, are you drunk? No. Are no, you, are you right drunk? now? And they will be eight and four in a week and the bills will be nine and three. Okay. Can we place the friendly wager on this? Are you out of your mind? I'll give you odds like that. No, no. The Leafs have been a little hotter. The Leafs have been a little hotter. So no, no. You're, I mean, Owen too. That's a, that's a flaming hot take that you think. Well, the what's the spread this week? What's the spread this week for, uh, uh I'm going right, right now. now. NFL. Uh, where is it? You know what's happening is it's one of those things where it's in week eleven. So Chiefs, Chiefs are two touchdown favorites against the Rams. Two touchdowns. Minus fourteen. Oh, are we getting like a backup quarterback for for the Rams? I mean, how many points is Stafford worth? Stafford, uh, Stafford is not going to be more, my, more than minus nine or plus nine. Okay. That's my point. Okay, still so, okay. There's still ten. Is Aaron Donald playing. That's, that's probably the most important player. Minus 14 and the total's 44. I'm sorry, dude. The best chance of them getting one more L is that the following week at Cincy. That's it. The rest of the season. And we have ball. the tiebreaker, so. They get that L, it's all over. It's going to be all over, baby. But, uh, yeah, speaking of all over, baby. I mean, what, what are we doing right now? Okay, so now we're talking eight losses in a row. Yeah. You got to go... Tomorrow night to Montreal, I looked at the look-ahead lines of Peckham. Then Thanksgiving Eve, you have the Blues at home. And then you, uh, something you've really got to keep your eye on is Lindy Ruff and the Devils could potentially come in on a massive winning streak. They play tonight at home to the Oilers. And then they're home to the Leafs before they come to Buffalo. So that's a very key thing to watch right now is could the Sabres potentially be losers of 10 in a row while Lindy Ruff and the Devils come in? With 14 straight wins, how ridiculous would that be on Black Friday? Yeah, it would be like, you know, this is, people don't remember it now. But in 2017, when McDermott took over, he was getting, like, drought questions. Yes. And this is the first time where it's, like, really, you know, like, yeah, losing eight games in a row is fucking bad. It's, like, 10% of the season. But the NFL equivalent, it's like losing two or three games. Like you're struggling and you're eventually. It's not as bad as it feels because it feels really friggin' bad. With that said, um, yeah, like this is the first time, in my opinion, where Granado and Kevin Adams are kind of feeling the ire of 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 the drought of the Sabers like state of affairs, where it's like you know it's it's like you know you're never gonna turn this around and this team is doomed for like. You know, because, la- I mean, last year was not a joke. They went 12-4 and four down the stretch or whatever. Like, they were yes. a top-five team record-wise the last 
quarter of the season, which is a significant part of the NHL season. Um, But yeah, yeah, I mean, Owen Power has been struggling. The offense outside of the top. I mean, and and that's probably the more, it's probably, that's probably the most frustrating thing about everything is it's literally the same exact storylines that it has been year in, year out. You don't have depth on defense. You don't have you're depth not on getting, offense. You're not, you're not getting depth on offense. You're not getting scoring outside your top line. And yep. your goalie is eh. It's yeah. not even like bad. Your goalie's just eh. Like when your goalie's good, you're scoring two goals. When your goalie's bad, you know, it's over. Because like yeah. you're letting them goals. And, That's just how it is. And, and I brought it like, Timmy and I always get in this argument about this team. And I'm trying to get him ASAP in a video, hopefully tomorrow, about him ranting about the Sabres. But it's like, what would it have done if we overpaid and brought in a cadre this year or brought, brought in some high profile free agent, does that make us that much better? Would that like make us? I don't think so. No, no. So it's like weird. Like what is Adams supposed to do right? I know the the move wise Adams made three moves. He, he extended Granado, which is like, okay. Like, you know, like, or I don't know. I don't know yet. Like people are kind of pissed about the power play. People are pissed about the lines. Now people are not pissed about the lines now. Uh, uh, before they weren't yep. pissed about the lines, right? They're pissed about the lines now, yep. but uh, the power play is definitely concerning. It's like they're worse on the power play, like legitimately than even strength. Not even a joke. Um, with that said, you, you know, so the Granado is like bad slash jury still out. Tage Thompson is pacing 60 goals. He got him for a contract that in four years is literally going to be like, he's not even going to be a top 40 paid player in the NHL basically. Love so it. it's a genius deal right now. Yeah. Well. Again, jury's still out. He could, it could just be a hot 20 games or whatever for Tage. Doesn't seem like it, though, because he's picking off no. exactly where he left off. Yeah. Three, Matthias Samuelson, who started off the season good, a.k.a. when the Sabres were playing well, then got hurt, a.k.a. when the Sabres started struggling and playing poorly. Now he's been back one game, so it's kind of tough to tell yet. So, yeah. yep. yes, you're right. Purgatory. And, again, uh, the, it's, it's tough because they're feeling the ire of that drought for the first time, for sure. No doubt, dude. And I, I, it's just, yeah, this is this is a this is a big, big week for this team. They got to snap out of this. You can't you can't let this get the double digits. You can't. Speaking of snapping out of it, and speaking of it being a big week for this team, I mean, oh I I couldn't I, I almost couldn't believe what I was reading on Saturday. I I, I mean, and your text today about the game is it's tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow is tomorrow Bowling is monumental. Green. Tomorrow is Bowling Green State University taking on the University of Ohio in a crucial, crucial game for UB. We are all Falcon fans tomorrow night. I mean, where's Calhoun when you really need him? Like, one time? Can we get Bowling Green one time, Kevin Cernan? And dude, like, like you Chris said, Cernan? that line is, I mean, I mean. They're Joe, begging you. Oh, yeah, this is a layup. Saying, this is a yeah, layup. Like, yes, win and you're in, of yep. course. That, Don't get me wrong. I can still see some Ohio, like a field goal, like to win or whatever. But I mean, geez, that line is begging yes. the general public on a Tuesday night to just not look, be like, Ohio's been good, you know, yep. yada, yada, and, and plug it. And it's like, yeah, can can Bowling Green, you know, you, you, you fear the emotional letdown in this spot just because you won that big game on national TV against your rival. I mean, that's the battle of Northwest Ohio with mm-hmm. Bowling Green Toledo. Can you muster up a little more energy one more time for UB and knock off Ohio. That'd be incredible. Yeah. And you, and you get the half look ahead angle. Ohio trying to get to Detroit might, might cool. stumble before it. So obviously, and then not again, not to get carried away on our own side of things. Again, uh, Ohio's minus seven, minus six and a half, depending where you look. 
UB only minus four at home to Kent State. So it's yep. not like that would be, no. but I mean, I can't even tell you, UB has a presser tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with knowing a win in your in situation. Unfathomable in September. So, I mean, it's just, you know, we feel lucky to be there and hopefully, yeah, to get bowl eligibility and everything. Um, get, get Chad to the Airbnb in Detroit. Seriously, get to Chad's Airbnb in Detroit. Uh, but yeah, obviously, I mean, typically a weekend recap, uh, you know, is something we do separate, but we basically did it already. Yeah. Fire it up. With man. that said, uh, yes, fire that up. Speaking of which, coming on now, after the break, we have Buffalo Food Slut live from Canada. Are you kidding me? Let's go. You know this train never stops. We'll see you on the other side. Outlet Liquor. Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? All right, folks. And you know if you were paying attention on social this weekend, it was all hands on deck in Detroit. And that included our friend Madeline Hall, Buffalo Food Slut. BFS, how are we doing? How are we doing? Weekend in Detroit? Update me. How are we feeling? How are we doing? How are we living on this Victory Monday? We're recovering. You know, thank God it was an early game last night because we still went out super late, but we still got home by like 12 o'clock. So that was super cool. Um, You know, when you're doing the early Sunday games, that's kind of the beauty. Talk to me your timeline, Uh, because obviously you weren't planning on going to Detroit this time last week for this past weekend. When did you make the decision? What was it like getting there? I know you went through Canada. You got hit by that little early snowstorm that everybody got on uh, when they were going there Saturday. Yeah, I mean, that was... Wait, is there... Are you playing music? Hell yeah, we're playing music. Okay. It's Buffalo no, Food Slot. Brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case in Western New York. I just wanted to make sure. But yeah, recovering. We stayed out last night at the Tin Roof until midnight. There was live bands, and the only people in the whole entire building were Bills fans, of course. I mean, we saw, like, two Cleveland fans, and they were wasted, and they just looked like they were crying all day. Um, but it's like, come on, you knew that the Bills were going to come there, so we obviously had to win. We did. Um, and the seats we had for the game were the best seats I ever had. Like, we were four rows up, and they only have one tunnel, like how the Bills have, to enter. Yeah. And we, I've never been close to the tunnel. I mean, we saw every single player coming out. And it's like, I've met a lot of the players in person, but like, I just can't believe how big they are. And they are walking by. And then coming in, I uh, leaving the game, like Dawson Knox handed off his um, gloves. He literally signed like five autographs to all these children. Um, so it was just so cool to see that because you only ever see videos of it going viral. You never get to experience it. Seriously, it was a great to be a part of in this weekend in Detroit. Okay, so you get there Saturday. You're going all over. Where did you go first before the tin roof on Saturday night? Okay, we got in Saturday, and we went eight. Oh, we went at this eight at this place called The Standby. And The Standby was a place that had all craft cocktails and kind of was like a lucky day slash high violet kind of vibe. Um, super upscale, like cocktails. Um, you know, they had ones that were lit on fire. They had the smoked Manhattans, um, but it was called standby and we ate food there too. We had burgers and we had appetizers, but I will tell you, man, no matter where you are, Buffalo, if it had the same exact menu, would just do it better. (laughs) Um, the food scene is just so good back home. 
That is my always biased take, that if you took the core of Buffalo food and brought it to other cities, that they would go nuts. And everyone would get pretty fat, honestly, because that's just how Buffalo it's just does like, You know, I, like, ordered a burger and just, like, the size of it and just, like, it was definitely overcooked a little bit. But, like, what about, but I'm like, oh, if this, if this burger, like, the ingredients and everything were great, I'm like, if it was in a Buffalo restaurant, it'd be better. Like, huh. I hate to say it. it's true. Everything with a Buffalo twist, for sure. Yeah. With that said, yeah. You drove through a snowstorm the whole entire way when you called. You were like an hour behind, so you experienced that whole entire thing. My driveway, when the owner of Game Day called me and was like, oh, you're going to get out of your driveway. I was like, I looked out my window. I was like, yeah, we got like seven inches. I walked outside, put my foot in the driveway, and all of a sudden it was like past my knee, and I'm like, call him. And I was like, John, it's, it's going to be about two hours until I get out of here. And my car was stuck in the driveway for like an hour and a half. I like banged on the neighbor's door. He came and helped me. I just needed like a man to like push the car so I could like get out. But John, he had to get out at six feet of snow and we had to break some rules. Um, but then he ended up finding out where the Bills route was going of them picking up the players. So he was able to get escorted behind all the buses and go to the airport. Okay, so he's kind of like riding in the wake using the uh, East Australian current, just like in Finding Nemo. Yes. Yes, that's exactly it. And then he calls me, he's like, I'm at the airport, come pick me up. And we had to leave his rental car there and then take my car and drive through a storm the whole entire way. And then we get to Detroit and it's literally 16 degrees out with like a windstorm. I was like, why, why are we playing here? But I forgot, we were in a dome, so quite different. Yeah, people are obviously fired up about that dome situation. By the way, we got, um, just to show John, so he had a bit video going viral, which we always uh, enjoy. That was when, uh, on, uh, what was it? Saturday? Yeah, that was Saturday. We were escaping, so then he... So that's funny, up. yeah. That, so that's right before he left. Literally, he's followed. So what, he's pulled over on the side of the road here. Um, yep, yeah, they goes... Go by, and then he just followed them. Okay, so I know we're going to get into the tailgate in a minute here, but real quick, uh, Detroit versus the other cities. I mean, you're pretty well-traveled. Oh, yeah, dude, I didn't know that Detroit was honestly, like, so beautiful in the middle city. I'm just, I'm assuming when people compare Detroit and Buffalo and say that they're a lot alike, um, I'm assuming that it was very small. Like, you know, when you're downtown Buffalo, like, the big buildings are extremely spread out, and we don't have, like, a main strip of, like, a bunch of nice buildings next to each other. But they had Gucci down there, Lululemon. Like, and I'm like, Buffalo would not be caught dead having Gucci downtown or Lululemon. Like, that was the one thing that was sticking out to me was that in the city of Detroit, like, and you got your cities like Cleveland, Nashville, et cetera, they'll have a lot of like, I mean, not even big chains or whatever, but just chains like, et cetera. Whereas in the city of Buffalo, I was thinking, I mean, yeah, I guess you have like your McDonald's and Burger Kings every so often, but like, there's really no like national chains or national brands like within the actual city itself. Like, it's kind of yeah. crazy. But you know, it was, we went out to this one place called Buddies and like everyone, a bunch of the people that we were with, we're all like, oh my God, you got to go there. It's the best, you know, Detroit style pizza. The breadsticks are amazing. I was not like, that, not that great. Why the breadsticks didn't even have butter or garlic on them? Like there was like a little bit of parm and I was like, um, and then I got the pizza and I'm like, I felt like I was eating, um, not Little Caesars, but I think there's a competitor. Of Hungry Howie's, Hungry Howie's. I don't know about, isn't it Jets or something? They do deep dish Oh, it could be Jets. Jets is also yeah. another brand, but I, but, Jet, but Hungry Howie's is in Ford Field. We got to talk about that in a second. Okay, because I, I mean, I just like ate the pizza and I'm just like, why? Like, this is nothing crazy. And I'm like, Buffalo Pizza's better. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, Buffalo Pizza does have an advantage, but I will give kudos to Hungry Howie's in Ford Field. It was crispy and good. I had some of that pizza. Did you get any good snacks in the stadium? We had a soft pretzel that was not a frozen soft pretzel. And I'm like, can more places, like, I, I, we were having a conversation with this. We're like, Buffalo's known for great food. And I hope at this new stadium, they put in some freaking food. The, the best thing that they did was putting in Rachel's in the studio. Because, like, after a tailgate of drinking and eating, like, you know, whatever, pizza and wings, like, I really just want something refreshing. So I was, like, happy that Rachel's moved into the stadium. But, like, I'm, I'm just like, why is there not better food at our stadium? Seriously. And we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, so speaking of food. Tailgate Sunday. I know uh, you were getting it done with uh, game day, game day Haas. Oh, okay. First of all, what we pulled together in two days, like anyone who hosted tailgates down there, is kind of insane. Um, because all of a sudden I get a phone call from John because he was coming to Buffalo. He moved his flight. He heard about the snowstorm, so he moved his flight early. And he was like, okay, um, I'm coming in. And then he calls me right before he lands. He's like, hey, they're moving the game. I'm coming into Buffalo. And then we're going to leave either tonight or tomorrow. And we're going to drive um, to Detroit. He's like, he's going to move the game. Like, he's like, can you go? And I was like, I just got home from Mexico City. I'm throwing this huge event on Wednesday. And I was like, yeah, I'll meet you there. Whatever. And so then we ended up, you know, getting there. What's the question you were asking? Me? <laughs> Tell me about the tailgate on Sunday. Oh, yeah. I know you were getting there. You were building it up. You were doing a great job of, of the first third story time. And now I need the meat. Madeline, so much organization and to just get all these connections because Double Dogs um, was supposed to be at our tailgate in Buffalo and they did not get to, then they called us and they said, hey, we're going to Detroit. We're going to move our flight. And I was like, okay, if they're going and they're moving their flight, like they've never been to a Bills game before. And it was just so funny because the tailgating, it just like, I mean, you were at the stadium. It is so dead compared to a Bills home game. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, you're pulling up their wings. So the background story on this chicken wing company is when Josh Allen went to Wyoming State and played football there, he discovered this chicken wing place that he absolutely loved, and he always posts about it and tweets about it. Um, and so at the chicken wing festival, they reached out to me and they said, hey, we know you're a judge. We'd love for you to come try our wings. So then I talked to the owners and I just told them about our tailgate that we throw with game day. And I was like, I'd love to incorporate you guys, you know, people, you clearly, I think they won the chicken wing festival like seven years in a row, or at least the category that they win every single time. And so they came and then side biscuit is one of the number one restaurants outside of Detroit that makes chicken wings. The owners from Buffalo Jordan, and we contacted him and asked him um, if he could bring his truck down and fryers and make all the chicken wings, do three of his sauces, and then Double Dubs do three of their sauces, and we kind of have a wing off. And the wings were so perfectly done, crispy. We had huge fryers that they were doing, and everyone showed up in BFS gear, which was amazing, which I didn't know that Side Biscuits, whole entire crew, all shops, BFS. That was my first time meeting them like in person. Um, and so it was just a huge club, and then we went into the game. Um, with Double Dubs, the two owners, and their wives. And that was their first Bills game, and they had so much fun. Um, and the tailgate, we had um, we had Jordan Poyer's dad come to our tailgate, which was super awesome. That is yeah. cool. He's a big yeah, I, mean, I think Jordan came on some after the game, a bunch of, a lot of family, a lot of friends uh, make it, which is pretty cool for these guys, obviously. I'm sure they get it wherever they go, but especially in a week where you're supposed to have a home game, obviously good to get that support on the road, but we're back home. 
we're back home and taking care of business after the Bills took care of business in Detroit. Talk yeah. to me. What's going on? I got to have myself a great time because instead of going home, I went over the border and surprised one of my friends I haven't seen in almost four years that I met in Thailand. Her and her husband went on their honeymoon. Still in Canada. Yeah, went on their wedding. They, she was from Thailand originally. They had to get married there. And so I called her husband and I said, don't tell me I'm coming to surprise her. Just tell her that there's like a package at the door that needs signing. But okay, talk to me. Wednesday, Hartman's, what is going on? I'm so excited you asked. Um, this is the biggest event I've ever thrown. And we only have 20 tickets left. So I don't even know if we have 20 tickets left anymore because that was a few hours ago. Um, but Hartman's, as you know, is huge. Um, and I was texting all my girlfriends a few weeks ago. I was like, where does everyone want to go the night before Thanksgiving? I have friends coming in from out of town. I have family. And we couldn't find anywhere that was doing like an open bar, you know, with like live music. We couldn't find entertainment. And I was like, I'm at this stage where it's like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to go on to Chippewa and go spend $20 cover um, every place I go to, wait in line, try to get a drink. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw my own event. And I teamed up with Hartman's because I love their cocktails. They're delicious. And then they have that sexy. Have you ever been back there, their barrel room? Uh, yes. Seen it, been in it, haven't explored it entirely. I even took a shot. I did a shot of whiskey, and it's a bone marrow appetizer, and it comes with a shot of whiskey. And when you're done with the bone marrow, you put the shot, you put the whiskey down the bone marrow, and you drink it. Um, I just I like the owners. They always, oh, yes, we showing it. Um, they always- <laughs> I, I just I love Instagram and comments. I mean, that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Great video though, scandalous. Might be a little too edgy for our program, and we might lose a sponsor or two, but that's okay. <laughs> no, I love when you told me you're like, oh, the South Towns, the South Towns. They don't. I don't know if they'll be coming to your party. And I love it because these pictures. I don't know if you can you show some of the other pictures of the girls with the with the ski mask on. Uh, um, yes, hold on. This, this company, Buffalo Underground, they're just, they're all professional dancers. And a lot of them lived all out in LA. And then the last two years moved back um, and started a dance crew called Underground Buffalo. And they just like do stuff that's just kind of like different and edgy. And they wear ski masks and they dance on the bar and they twerk and they grab your face. And I just love that because I'm extra and I just want something that other people aren't going to have. So great advantage. Yeah, Advantage to- Buffalo Food Slot. Yeah, and we have DJ Crespo going. We have the girls going. And then we have tequila tastings, which is going to be awesome. Um, we have some awesome special guests because I always have special guests coming. Um, and it's great because I don't, haven't really announced um, who's coming. But it's just going to be, it's from 9 to 11 o'clock. It's open bar. Um, the VIP is sold out. Sold out real fast. We love that. But um, get tickets. It's right in my bio on Buffalo Food Sled or Hartman's. Um, but there's plenty of tickets left. It's open bar, tequila tasting. Oh, and wing nuts. Have you wing had nuts. these? You, you really undersold one of the biggest parts, probably. You know what? They came on late. They heard about the party. And they're like, we'd love to um, give you some wings. So they're bringing 300 wings. Yeah, he's getting some in the back. And then regular admissions getting some, too. I just came on as um, one of their ambassadors. Uh, I fell in love with their wings. And... Every time that they're tagging me and posting, it's the most um, most action that they're getting on their page. And um, they're getting a lot of new people. And Chef Darian loves wing nuts. So I went there with his family the other day and we all ate chicken wings together. Um, so I'm just like super happy about them coming on board and to do more work with them. They're awesome. Seriously. Well, hey, it's always doing work with Buffalo Food Stuff. Madeline Hall, thanks for stopping by Trainwreck tonight. Victory Monday. We're looking forward to big things Wednesday. We're looking forward to a big Bills game Thursday. Thanks for taking care of business. Let's have a good night now.